My name is John Machado, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. And no, it's not an episode with me, Brain, and Andre Willowair. However, they did get to meet each other yesterday. No. Yeah? No. Day before yesterday. Any hizzle. You know, stuff happens sometimes. Plans don't work out the way that you'd like for them to. And that's just what the case was, sadly. Even though I said it a few times. But, I mean, to them. But, uh, Airbender's wife is pregnant. And they couldn't stay too long. They got to enjoy my mother's spaghetti, which was delicious. And Brain did as he always does and bought a shit ton of snackies that I'm still snacking on. And my sister made Rotel. Oh, buddy, was that good. The Rams won. A lot of people up here are happy because Stafford. It shows how shitty the Detroit Lions are. They're terrible. And more so, it's because of the owners. I've been saying this for years. The Fords are, I guess, good at making cars. I don't like their fucking cars, and I don't give a shit. Um, the Fords have owned the Lions, I don't know, since the Lions have been a fucking team. And they suck at owning The Lions um, can't get off the ground because they can't fucking find somebody to hire to take them to the Super Bowl or even to the fucking playoffs. And that's all that Lions fans are asking for. I'm not one of them because I'm just not a pro fan. I don't like the fucking pros. Just don't. Um, But that being said, Super Bowl happened. The halftime show happened, which was actually... Three out of the five people I've said I've wanted to fist fight. Um, there's, I guess, some controversy. It wasn't really all that Illuminati shit in there this time. Although plenty of those cunts have had videos of it. Mary J. Blige, I mean, does she really carry that much of like popularity where people wanted to see her? And see, she fucking flopped down. And she started banging her. She's nuts, dude. Or she, her music's nuts. Or her act or whatever the fuck you call it. Um, So she flops down. Which is so bizarre. Uh, Eminem, I it went down on a knee while Dr. Dre played piano. I'll say this. I had no idea that Dr. Dre could play the piano. That was the most surprising thing of that halftime show. But he started playing... Um, whatever that famous song is, um, and then it, then it went into it, into the one that he, uh, not famous song, but the one that he, he and, uh, I think Snoop Dogg are in, whatever. I, obviously I wasn't the biggest fan of rap back in the day. Never really have been. I do like it. It, it can sound good and sound pleasing to the ears, but I've just not really been that big of a fan of rap per se. Uh, That being said, I'm about to promote two videos real quick. One, or songs or singles, whatever you want to call them. One would be um, Tom McDonald just came out with a collaboration. I don't know who the other guy is. And the name of the song is White Boys. Fucking nice. You've got to listen to it. (laughs) It hits pretty hard, dude. (laughs) I keep talking about 
some dangerous ass white boys being in a fucking car with a shoddy <laughs> fucking ticket. The other guy talks about shooting somebody and fucking paralyzing them and giving them noodle eggs. <laughs> it was pretty good. So go check that out. Tom McDonald, white boys. And then the other guy I just found out about last night, no shit, is his name is uh, Tyson Gray. Is that his last name? Tyson Gray? I can't remember his last name. But anyway, type in Tyson and then Rittenhouse. He just came out and that fucking song, as the kids say, is a banger. Um, It's pretty fucking good. And then I listened to a lot of the other stuff. He is a Christian rapper, which... I have talked. I have not talked very kindly about Christian music. It's nothing to do with Christ. It's the fucking people that are singing about Christ, who can't help but keep saying his name a hundred times in a song. So, um, not that that like offends me. It's just I'd like to see some creativity, please. You know. Maybe come up with like an indirect way to say that you love God, which I would also love to hear. But when it's like fucking goody two shoes bullshit, I, 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 I have to agree with the rest of the world and go, eh. I have to assume Jesus is like, all right, you know, is there anything else you could say? So, any his, uh, go check him out. He's really good. Uh, does a lot of, he's fucking, does it. So, the main thing is he doesn't do any cussing. But he constantly talks about the Second Amendment and having guns and shit like that. So it's pretty good. And Rittenhouse, that song is uh, bad fucking ass, dude. He did a really good song. You're a really good job with that. So there's that. Uh, yeah, Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams won. I could give a fuck about either team. I really could. The only reason I liked... Uh, the Rams was just because of uh, Stafford, and my wife follows his his wife on Instagram, and uh, knows shit that that went on here in Detroit. He was Stafford was treated very poorly. I'm pretty certain that I've probably said some shit about Stafford, but I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about when I say it. That was stupid. That was a dumb thing of me to do. So, but I did like that the the year that he leaves Detroit, he goes and wins a fucking Super Bowl. That's what you had on your fucking team, you dumbasses. You had a Super Bowl caliber quarterback on your fucking team who beat Tom Brady's team twice in one fucking year. And you dumbasses couldn't even make it to the fucking playoffs. Ooh, those uh, Fords suck. I'm a Chevy guy, by the way, so I could give a fuck about the Fords. Bitch ass bitches. Now, I'm sure I probably have some people who are Ford people. I'm not trying to shit on you or, or, or rain on your parade. Um, I'm just not a Ford person. More so, I think that they should have sold the, the lines a long time ago. You know, make your fucking money off of a dude, and then you can't, they can't be making that much money off of owning the, the, the lions. They should have sold the lions to Mike Illich and had him take them to the fucking Super Bowl back when he had, uh, who all did he own? Did he own the other three? Did he own the Pistons? I know he owned... I might be getting it confused. I know for sure he owned the Red Wings. So we in Detroit, we have the Red Wings, the Pistons, the Lions, and the Tigers. And I'm pretty certain he, he owned the Red Wings and the Tigers. Did he own the Pistons? But anyway, uh, the Fords should have uh, got the fuck out of the way 
and sold him the Lions and let him do what he does, which is build championship team, bitches. Any hizzle. Uh, so that was the Super Bowl. Um, oh, yeah, a couple other things. So so uh, Eminem kneeled. When he kneeled, I didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I was like, what is this? He's like holding his head down and shit. And if you remember, uh, Eminem told you to go fuck yourself if you voted for Trump because he's a faggot. Marshall Mathers is a fucking faggot. And uh, he thinks that you're a piece of shit, by the way. If you don't ball up a fist and hold it up for cap. What a queer. And um, so he had that whole thing. And then he fucking kneels during that. I didn't know what he was kneeling for. I didn't like, I'll, I'll say this. For in as much as it is, what it was that they did. Is, can I be any more vague? Um, in as much as it's their music and it's what we remember of them, it was an okay performance. You know, it just chopped up and mashed together all their stuff. The one I didn't understand of being there was Mary J. Blige. I don't know anybody that likes her. And I'm not saying that she's, but she's got a great voice. I just, it, it's not my forte. I don't like her music. I really don't like any of the other guys' music, but I will admit that some of Eminem's songs get me fucking pumped up to go get in a fist fight. <laughs> um, I've talked shit about 50 Cent before. He has barely any imagination. He's made two of the exact fucking same songs and no one else noticed. Candy Shop and Magic Stick are the same fucking song. Go listen to it. Tell me I'm wrong. I I mean, you know what? Maybe he's creative in the sense that he put out the same fucking song and nobody noticed. And they thought it was two fucking different songs. What the fuck? But uh, everybody's making fun of him because he got a little bit fatter. Listen, dude, I'm, I'll come to his defense. He's not fat. Most of us would hope to have his body when we're his age. He's just not as cut as he was when he first came out. But he did get a little bigger. And I sympathize with that. Because my fat ass, I can't seem to get rid of this last 15 pounds. Fucking working out every day. Crunches, or not crunches, but my fucking... I call them corkscrews every fucking day. And in fact, I'm like gaining weight. I get that that's what happens when you lift weights. I get that. All right. But I'm also intermittent fasting and I'm fucking doing cardio and abs and all this other shit. Am I really watching what I'm eating? I guess. Sort of. I cut back on fast food if I'm watching what I'm eating. And not only that, I fucking bounce, dude. I go from 187 up to 197 real quick. But um, I'll, I will say this. I'm actually looking better. I'm looking thinner or more in shape than I am just getting fat. So anyway, 450 cent, I'll come to his defense. Dude, he's got all the money he needs. He is set. He's accomplished, if that's what you want to call it, a lot in being a musician and being a crack dealer. <laughs> and also, he's admitted to it, dude. Him and fucking that, the ugliest man alive, Jay-Z. That ugly motherfucker. Um, they both sold crack. Jay-Z sold it to his own mom. And everybody fucking looks up to him like he's something fucking important. By the way, that limp-wristed faggot was there too. Um, but uh, yeah, 50 Cent 
was hang, I don't know why, I don't know who said, yeah, you know what, that's a good idea. Hang upside down like when you first came out in that song. In the club. You couldn't have picked a better song to come out to? Man, I guess everybody knows it and that's why you did it. Uh, As much as I don't want to say this, I'll admit it, Eminem's song is the best out of all of them. I know you're like, no, it's Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg is a fucking twat. That skinny bitch up there fucking crip-walking, gangster-promoting piece of shit. All of them, really. It was funny because, like, my wife wanted to watch it. Uh, all the all the rest of the people at the at the show wanted to watch it, which is fine. I had no problem with that. I figured they did. Okay, whatever. But then my son, which kind of irked me, um, and it's nothing on my son. It's just his friends and him, you know, they know Eminem and shit. He's never really heard me talk bad about Eminem. He wanted to see Eminem too. And out in front of everybody, my son was like, Dad, do you like these guys? And I go, no. <laughs> I go, no, they're all criminals. My mom, for such, it's such a political thing, dude, with her. Oh, she's like, what's wrong with them? I go, they've all killed someone. Uh, It's not who I would think to say, yeah, let's promote these fucking murderers. She's like, Snoop Dogg hasn't. I'm like, oh, no, there's like a really famous case that somebody died because of him. And he got off because he had money. (laughs) What the fuck? And then she went on to go, well, you can keep Kid Rock. I was like, yeah, I will keep Kid Rock. Kid Rock's awesome. She brought up his fucking restaurant. I'm like, what? Thinking to myself, when have you been to his restaurant? Because she lives in Tennessee. His restaurant's down in Tennessee. He also lives in Tennessee. Anyway, so that was the halftime show that I got to enjoy. Um, It was kind, I'll be honest, it felt a little stagnant. You know, I know right at the end when Ram, when the Rams came back and won it, it was like, oh, great. And especially without Odell Barkham Jr. <laughs> I must have watched the Puppy Bowl beforehand. You're damn right I did. And Odell Barkham Jr. is the cutest fucking name you could come up with for a talk in that setting. So anyway, that was that. That was the fucking Super Bowl. And uh, I had a, a wonderful time with my brother-in-law. Uh, we hung out played some games. He couldn't smoke weed because he's got to take a drug test for this permanent job he's got. Um, it's, it's sad because I know I'm not going to get as many opportunities, which is really more so him coming to me than anything, uh, to see him throughout the years, the upcoming years, um, which is sad. So I'm just going to have to make my happy ass way down to uh, Tennessee and see those guys more. Um, me and Brain are, uh, we get along really, really well. And it was cool to have a couple of my best friends and him and Airbender over. And, uh, all of us enjoy each other's family and eat some fucking, uh, him and fucking, I guess Airbender is part, I know he's Scottish, but he's part Italian too. Little fucking bastard looks like, uh, Colin Farrell. Lucky motherfucker. He's, he's got, like, he is, he's a handsome dude. And the only thing that you could critique that I critique all the time, because it's all that I have to critique on him, is his eyebrows. <laughs> so I do that. I make sure to do that as often as I can. You know, fucking the pretty people need to be knocked down a few notches, if you know what I mean. But no, it was a great time. Um, but yeah, uh, Brain, who is Italian, uh, called out, not in a bad way, called out Airbender for knowing how to eat spaghetti like an Italian. And I was like, whatever, I'll eat it like a fucking Irishman. I don't give a shit, and I'll scarf this shit down. So, uh, no, we had a great time. He brought, uh, uh, Airbender brought my mom some, uh, 
cookie because she cooked everything, right? So he brought her, he makes, he gets butter and makes cookies. Best cookies I've ever had, weed cookies. Um, only in a half because it will fuck you up. And uh, I don't know if he makes the gummies, the gummy bears, or he has a friend that he gets them from. But uh, he brought those over too and I gave them all to my mom. And I was like, be careful with those fucking gummies, dude. You will... You'll want to take a, <clears throat> a couple hours off the next morning when you wake up because you'll still be high. And sure enough, that's what's happened to me. So, from experience, I know. <coughs> Squizzy. All right, 20 more minutes. Let's get in some issues, huh? Were we supposed to go to war today with Russia? Is that what was supposed to happen? Last I saw, Russia was leaving the scene. That was yesterday, I believe. Um, I started hearing some people talking about uh, Wednesday, 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 and I'm like, why didn't I hear about it? I don't know. Probably wasn't paying attention. Um, I did have on here Ukraine and then Tucker Carlson. What did he do? I know he's he's done plenty of videos talking about it. Um, but what you can see with Ukraine is, uh, even with Putin, Putin doesn't want a conflict with the United States. He just wants his own old territory back. I get it. You know, it would be like, I don't know, fucking California. I think this would be a pretty good example. Um, it'd be like California seceding and then the United States was like, you know what? Fuck you. You're coming back. We're, we're, we've had enough of your stupid liberal bullshit. You're, we're going to take you back. And then Mexico were to come up and be like, no, 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 no. It would be even further away. It'd be like... Um, I don't I guess Russia would be a perfect example. Russia coming in and going, "No. We're going to we're going to hang on the shore of California." And the United States going, "Who the fuck are you? What the fuck do you have to do with any of this? How about you piss off?" And um quite frankly, uh Putin was in the right. The United States should have had nothing to do with that. That has nothing to do with us. It's not our business, and we should fuck all the way off. As far as I'm concerned. And as far as most Americans, most normal level-headed Americans are concerned. We want nothing to do with Ukraine. I've been fucking saying this for forever. But the lefties are all about war. They want to institute their authoritarianism and that's it. They're fucking dictators, authoritarians, douchebags. And they don't believe them when they say no war. That's what the left used to be able to, to say. They're full of shit. They are completely fine with war if it's their guy doing it. Exhibit A being every Democrat uh, president since forever. So fuck those guys. And it's so funny to also hear them like include other Democrats prior to the 1960s because they like to argue that there was a switch in the 1960s, yet they still hold positions that the other Demo- prior, the, the Democrat presidents and, and lawmakers prior to the 1960s held. Lying motherfuckers, there was never a switch. <sighs> so that's Ukraine. So um, as far as I know, we're not at war right now. Uh, Biden is, it, well, it's his administration, as we well know, uh, was really pushing on Putin, and Putin was like, no. No thanks. We don't want a war, but and and I thought it was pretty fucking bold of him to say if the Ukraine joins NATO, then we'll use nuclear weapons. It's like, oh fuck. Okay, like this got for real. <laughs> this got for real, quick, fast, and in a hurry. Shit. Hey Ukraine, listen. No matter what, just don't join NATO. All right. 
Um, but again, like I don't, I don't care. I really, really don't care about the goings ons of Russians and Ukrainians. Let them beat the fuck out of each other. I don't care. How many times are you gonna say I don't care? I don't know, but I don't even care about that. Uh, did I ever talk about Biden's Supreme Court pick being a black woman and how fucking racist that is? Wow, where is that sent? Motherfucker. I keep trying to do this thing on my phone. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, I had to look up something. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's no longer about who can do the job best. It's just a black woman. You need a black woman in there. Why? Why? How about just the best? Are you afraid? Like, this is the shit that bothers me about race and all that. Is, um, I mean, I guess it also depends on who you look, who you look at, but it's no longer about merit. Like we don't have a meritocracy here in the United States, which is to say that, uh, the better you are at something, you know, you should be higher up in, in terms of the, the corporate ladders or whatever it may be, right? You, sh- the, the, you are able to benefit from, um, being a good worker or good at your job or something to that effect. We don't have that anymore. We have a whole bunch of fucking diversity hires through affirmative action and affirmative action hires, uh, which is to say you have to fill a quota based off of somebody's, I can never remember this word, but basically physical characteristics. As in, we don't have enough people, uh, or uh, minorities in this, whatever, this film. Take uh, movies, for example, or entertainment. They don't do it with sports. They don't say, we well, in basketball, we need a, a X amount of Asians um, because you have to be an except, like an exceptionally exceptional uh, Asian. What was that tall Asian's name? I can never remember. Uh, Young? Yao? Yao. Mao. Yao. Was it Yao? You know what I'm talking about, that really tall fella? He's like the only Asian. Because Asians typically are shorter than black people. Especially black people here in the States because they're fucking trees, dude. <laughs> like, most black... I shouldn't say most black people. Uh, of the tallest population here in the States, I would assume that they would be black people. Most of my black friends have been far taller than me. Like, we're talking oh, like six, five and above. Easy. Easy. But you don't have any affirmative action hires and that shit, do you? Not in basketball, not in football. Another thing to point out too is that you don't have a lot of uh, women transitioning into men going into men's sports and dominating. <laughs> you don't even have them going into men's sports because, as I said before, uh, men are built for that shit. We're talking about professions. Um I just had a really com- good conversation with my wife today about all this shit. And she, we were laughing about that. Um, and I pointed out to her that, like, you know, you women r- really need to step the fuck up and start, uh, start, I, I, going back to, like, the second wave feminism. Is that the one that we'd want to stick to or maybe the first wave? Because uh, men, uh, or how it all went was, you know, men were the leaders and shit. And the reason being for that is because of, of back when we were tribalistic and uh, the, the women needed their men to protect them 
That's why men have always been leaders is because we were meant to be. We, we were built for battle to protect the women who were, who were built to uh, create and nourish life. Right? That was their job. Our job, as much as we didn't want to, you think we don't get fucking scared going into a, a, a fighting another army and possibly, you know, coming out uh, disfigured as all get out? If we get out at all? Like, yeah, that terrifies the fuck out of us. So we don't necessarily enjoy our job all the time either, ladies. From time to time, we might want to go cook something. <laughs> It'd be a hell of a lot easier than fucking getting our heads caught off. But anyway, that was how that was why men became leaders. Why we were the the kings and shit like that was because that's the shit that that was the benefit that we had of protecting your ass. And you wanted us there because if we weren't there, you're going to have some Genghis Khan motherfuckers coming through and raping the fuck out of you. So, yeah, how about you give us a little bit of credit? Stop nagging us at home too. <laughs> I'm just going on an all-out tirade about um my problems with women. Um, fuck. Where was I even going with all that? I know it was affirmative action. Oh, uh, so how it went was men were leaders and then the liberal movement started happening and it brought women up. And then next thing you know, here you got these transvestites who are uh, the, the men that get into women's shit. And then we start outperforming the women. And now it's come for full circle where men are better women than women. We're the women to go, fuck, you know, <laughs> like, let's, let's not go that far in the ridiculousness. <sighs> anyway, in my stance on that is still, listen, everybody should be able to do what the fuck they want to do, right? In a secular society in the United States of America, with the exception of obviously hurting someone else or the, or the planet. You can't do that, right? But as long as you're not hurting somebody else and you're not, um, destroying the, the environment, then do what you want. It, ladies, if you want to go and work in the fucking business, private sector or whatever, fine, have at it. But don't come bitching to us because you don't like the boys and how the boys do shit. Now, men shouldn't hurt you within that vicinity, but, and that's physically, right? But in terms of like talking shit and telling dirty jokes and all that, um, that's just what dudes do. And by the way, women do it too. You know, it's, um, if you haven't been paying attention to the comedy scene, that's turned a lot less funny since more women have come out. I wonder if there's a correlation. Women, women tend to talk a lot about their own vagines and not in the nicest of ways. So anyway, um, yeah, so now you're up to, uh, these affirmative action hires from the left and the loss of meritocracy, which we've, I don't know if we ever really had because of the welfare state and the fucking affirmative action and this, that, and the other. So now you have Biden who's who's saying that he's going to um, nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. Oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck. Now, I would, I would only hope that he accidentally hire somebody who is going to adhere to the truth and to the laws that are here in the States and that they don't try making any more laws by way of the Supreme Court, which is unconstitutional. Laws are made within the legislative branch of the government and then uh, enforced through executive, uh, the executive branch as well as judicial afterwards. 
the judicial branch doesn't get to, I said that fucked up, the judicial branch doesn't get to make laws. So, but you know how the left is. They want to, they want to pack the Supreme Court, they, or they want to um, make other places states that aren't states and pack the Supreme Court. Uh, but they're, they've rushed through all their shit. They didn't realize to take their time and to, and to do things nicely and easily. So they've rushed so much shit. They fucked up so many things that, uh, too many people don't want them in anymore, which was, you know, kind of is the silver lining to what they have been doing. So that's kind of nice. But then again, I'm still, I'm still not going to hold my breath. I'm still going to approach it like I did the entire 2021 um, Michigan football schedule. Which, by the way, thanks a lot, Jim Harbaugh, for showing yourself to be a real douche. Motherfucker went and talked with, who was it, Minnesota? Uh, as a possible head coach. Like he was just going to give up on the fucking Wolverines. Fuck you, dude. If you're not here for life, fuck off. Um, so that pissed me off, the, what he did. Um, already talked about Joe Rogan's response to Spotify. Uh, race talk, black, brown, be cautious of Joe Rogan. Already said that. Biden administration. Um, oh, I didn't talk about this, but uh, the Biden administration prior to now had, uh, what was this, a week and a half ago or so, had pushed a an idea that Russia was going to come up with a false flag event. The person who was talking about this, i.e. the spokesperson, was a guy by the name of Ned Price. And apparently he's done this before, where he was claiming that Russia was going to do something. Now this, what was, it was eerie. It was very, very eerie what he was doing. Because what I got out of it was Russia isn't going to do this. Okay, Russia, it, it, it is fucking ridiculous as the left has been and including trannies, which should be kicked out of the military right now. Women should no longer be allowed in the military starting right now. Gays no longer in the military right now. You're like, this is so fucking serious. You're standing military, even though I believe that after two years without a conflict, there's no... Uh, it's unconstitutional to have a standing military. This should all be dispersed into the different militias uh, within the United States. I've said this before. Be proud of militias. Militias are not racist. They are not bad. They are not the fucking Klan. The media doesn't like it because it's not leftist. But that's how it should go. But that being said, if we're talking about a standing military, that should be men, straight men only. There should be no distractions at all, whatsoever. Women can't fight men. Let's not fucking kid ourselves. Women are not as good, not even, dude, it doesn't even begin to explain um, how much further ahead men are than women when I, when I say this shit. Women are not on the same level as men when it comes to physical attributes. They just aren't. I mean, in terms of beauty, certainly far further ahead than we are. But physical fighting, not even close. And this means, like our standing military, although here in the States we're a little bit different because we have so many people that have guns and we can defend ourselves and shit like that. Although you really don't see it uh, being enacted all that much, do you? 
especially with the tyrannical government that we have right now. It was a slow burn until we got to where we're at. But anyway, that being said, an invasion would be pretty quick. It would open people's eyes pretty fast. And the United States is unique in that. That, all right, our standing military falls. The invading forces are going to have a hard time with the rest of Americans because we've got guns and we've got armaments. But you don't even want it to get that far. You want the standing military to be able to defend the country, to fend off an, invade, an invading military force. And when that happens, you want only the best of the best, which are men, straight men of any color. I don't give a fuck, but straight men in there fucking fighting along one another in a brotherhood to fend off an entire army of motherfuckers who don't give a shit about what the left thinks of them. In Russia, in China, and most other places across the world, especially non-Western countries, they don't give a fuck about gays and how gays think of them or how women think of them. They'll fucking come right in. And if they can defeat us, they don't give a shit. They're not going to play patty cake with the fucking trannies over there. They're going to chop their fucking heads off is what they're going to do. That's the seriousness that we're up against. And if we were to get rid of our borders and allow everybody in shit like that, you would have a military force. And fuck, you might have a couple of them. There might be a world war in the United States if that were to ever happen between different countries. And the United States and Canada would no longer exist. So, with that being the ultimate threat, how about we just use our, our varsity team of nothing but straight dudes and they're ready to fucking fight. How about we stick to that? How did I get off into that tangent? <sighs> so anyway, Ned Price, uh, spokesperson for the Biden administration, uh, claimed there would be a false flag by Russia. And an American hero by the, ma- the name of Matt Lee from the Associated Press, all he did was his job. But because that's happened so few and far between from the, the media on the left, this dude fucking doing that makes him an American hero. Because he was like, he goes, all right, well, give us your proof. And fucking faggot Ned up there was like, well, I just gave it to you. And Matt goes, well, no, you didn't. Ned goes, yeah, I did. He goes, and Matt goes, wait, no, you just told me, you told us that you think that it's going to happen. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, okay, but that's not proof. I'm asking you for the proof as to why you believe that that's the case. You can't just fucking tell me that something's going to happen. I asked you for the proof and you tell me that you telling me is the proof. That's not how that works. That's not what proof is. And it went on for like 10 minutes. But uh, no matter, that was great from Mike, from Matt Lee because it made its rounds and went viral. And fucking, like I said, he's an American hero. <clears throat> so, you know, and, and I think, and this is kind of the thing, and this is what makes people like Alex Jones so so prized as, as American treasures is because I believe that him calling out and bringing attention to the amount of conspiracies throughout the years, not theories, conspiracies, is what has caused people to, and even those that don't like Alex Jones but are still conspiracy researchers, as much as they don't want to admit, Alex Jones is the reasoning behind bringing such attention to certain things that have happened or were going to happen. And that's why we've had a lot more things that haven't happened yet is because of conspiracy researchers and bringing attention to it. 
And that is, I think, a pretty good example of that, where Matt Lee called out this attempt at coming up with a uh, a false flag. And the, the eerie thing for me was that I thought what they were going to do is say that Russia was going to do it, and then the United States pulls off a false flag in, in Ukraine, kills a whole bunch of Ukrainians, and blames it on the Russians. And then there you go. There's the false flag, and now that's a good enough reason uh, for not only the United States, but the United Nations and the rest of Europe uh, and the world to believe that Russia is a threat that needs to be neutralized by the United States, giving us leeway into going in and invading Russia uh, with the United Nations and uh, taking over Russia, I would assume. And all of that was bypassed, I think, in that little back and forth where fucking Ned Price, that cunt, uh, was trying to do it and Matt, Matt Lee called him out. So well done, Matt Lee. I'm proud of you. And last issue, right before I get my son, um, would be Jeff Zucker getting fired and the crazy shit that's going on over at CNN. Now, I'll tell you right now, I didn't think him getting fired or resigning. I don't know if he was forced to resign or if he got fired. I'm pretty certain he got fired. This actually stems from the Chris Cuomo uh, termination from CNN. And maybe even his brother as well. Uh, because as I understand it, what happened was, uh, Jeff Zucker was fucking around with, or carrying on a romance, an in-office romance at CNN. And, uh, even Brian Stelter, uh, knew about it. Did I say his name right? I don't give a fuck. He's fat. Um, uh, yeah. So Brian Stelter knew about it. Uh, Chris Cuomo knew about it. Not the governor, but the, the guy that worked there who got fired. And when he got fired... Um, uh, there's some other backstory shit that I can't remember exactly how it went, but it connects him and, and Jeff Zucker. And so, uh, Chris Cuomo thought Jeff Zucker is going to get me off here. Oh, I think it was when he was looking into, to the people that were making claims against his brother. Um, fuck Cuomo, Chris Cuomo. And what's the other Cuomo, the governor Cuomo, the people who are going after, uh, the governor Cuomo, Chris Cuomo was looking into to try and smear him and shit like that. And it got out in some investigation, and that's why, and that's in part why he got fired. And so he thought he was going to be protected because he has a connection with uh, Jeff Zucker about the bad shit that they've been up to. And uh, when it didn't come his way, and I guess he must not have got paid, he turned back around and uh, <clears throat> gave up some information in the in the investigation that led to Jeff Zucker getting fired. So CNN is in a real bad fucking state of affairs right now. Um, they're not reporting on shit that they should be reporting on, uh, most specifically, and I need to talk on, uh, about this on another episode, but the absolute proof that came out, I haven't seen it yet, but from what I hear, everybody's talking about it with the exception of the fucking mainstream media, um, that Hillary, oh, uh, Jeff Dunham, Durham, Durham, Dunham is the fucking, uh, guy who's got his hand up a puppet's ass. But Jeff Durham, is it Jeff Durham? Anyway, Durham, uh, through his investigation, has shown that Hillary Clinton's campaign spied, as well as uh, Barack Obama's um, administration, spied on on Trump's campaign. There's so much shit that came into this, dude. There's so much shit going on right now. So I need to make a whole other episode about all that. But I'll tell you about that fun stuff. All you need to know for this episode 
is that uh, Jeff Zucker has, uh, has been fired and CNN might be going down in flames. Who knows? We'll see. We'll probably have... Hopefully it doesn't happen this way, but you know how uh, Bezos bought the was it Washington Post? Fuck. I wonder who's going to buy up fucking CNN. <laughs> Maybe if they buy them up, they'll make them into a, an actual media entity again. Any hizzle. That's it. So until next time, be accountable, be responsible, don't be a liberal.